Hey everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Kaylee. I'm your host, Kaylee Dickerson. I want to invite you to come have coffee with me and my friends. Join us as we catch up, open up, and have conversations for the soul. Today, my guest is my good friend, Carlos Whitaker. We have been friends since I filmed his EPK back in 2013. His mission in this world is dealing hope and walking with people instead of standing on issues, and boy, does he do that well. He has taught me so much, and I cannot wait for y'all to love him like I do. Now to the show. Before diving into today's episode, I want to tell you about one of our amazing partners, Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA-certified organic company, and they're America's number one meal kit for eating well. Green Chef makes eating healthier, easy, and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. Keto, paleo, plant-powered, or those of us who simply want a more balanced meal. That is why I love Green Chef. As a mom and wife, I'm conscious of making healthier food choices for me and my family. Life can get busy, and when it does, we often choose convenience over the healthier and also maybe tastier option when feeding our families. But good news, we can have both with the help of Green Chef. You'll never have to worry about planning or shopping for dinner again. Avoid long lines at the grocery and get fresh premium ingredients delivered right to your door. And since Green Chef ingredients are pre-portioned, you'll actually be reducing food waste by at least 25%. Green Chef is also the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of their plastic use and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Enjoy your greens while being green. Whatever your lifestyle, Green Chef is the perfect meal kit for you. We love to cook in our house, and it has never been more simple than these pre-portioned, easy-to-follow recipes delivered right to our door. The other night, Russ and I made the Green Chef Beef Cavatappi Skillet. It was incredible, so we'll definitely be making that again. We love the variety of the meals Green Chef offers, and you get restaurant-quality dishes in the comfort of your own home. It's the best of both worlds. With Green Chef, you'll enjoy new and nutritious recipes each week that are perfect for you and the fam. Plus, there's tons of flexibility to switch plans at any time, so let Green Chef simplify your life. Go to greenchef.com slash coffeewithkaylee125 and enter code coffeewithkaylee125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. Again, that's greenchef.com slash coffeewithkaylee125 and enter code coffeewithkaylee125 to get $125 off, including free shipping, with the number one meal kit for eating well. Welcome to Coffee with Kaylee and Carlos. Coffee with Kaylee and Carlos. This could be an offshoot for another podcast. <laughs> That's Café con Kaylee y Carlos. Café con, <laughs> con Kaylee y Carlos. That's Honestly, amazing. I think it would work. I definitely think it would work. I think it would work. Just get the... Café con Kaylee y Carlos. Café con Kaylee y Carlos. And we're drinking some pour over that you'd made yes. in your Chemex here. This is how I start each episode. I ask, how do you take your coffee? And I say, this offends my wife, but I used to say before I met her, I take my coffee like I take my women. <laughs> but which direction is that? Well, it, strong, bold, and black. Oh, I love and that. And then she's like, but but I'm not black. <laughs> and I was like, well, you're enough. So. <laughs> you're enough. You are more than enough. You're more than enough. You're, you're more bold than more bold than True. I ever fathomed. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with your wife. I know you are, but. Other people can be more obsessed with my wife because, you know, you know when you're married to somebody, like like Russ fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's just like, yeah, you you see the best. Or you, you see the, the, you know. You see the real deal. Yeah, you see the real deal. But yeah. then what's beautiful is when you can still be obsessed with them behind the scenes, which I am as well. That is the truth. Yeah. That is the truth. Well, today on Coffee with Kaylee e Carlos. Coffee, Café con, con Kaylee y Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> it's never not going to be that. 
Okay, FYI. Never. I, I am I am emailing Fallon at That Sounds Fun Network and I'll be like, I'm sorry, we're changing the name. We are now co-hosts. We, we, co-hosts. we now have a co-hosting podcast. Yeah. I don't even have co host. You just call it Cafe Cocaine <laughs> and I'm just, never here. The branding hasn't launched yeah. actually yet. <laughs> so this is our new image. Here's yeah. our picture. It's us yeah. here together in my house. Okay, I have today a very, very special guest to me, Mr. Carlos Whitaker. I'm like, what kind of intro do you even get? I'm like, he is viral storyteller. Sure. He has a viral anointing. You you actually spoke that over me. You yes. you actually told me that. You're the only person that really ever said that to me. And I was like, you know, I think you may be right. <laughs> no, I'm like so sure I'm right. <laughs> you are the most viral person I know. Every it's because of your gift of storytelling, truly. It's a gift. And you're a way maker and mm. a reconciler. Yeah. And I just appreciate your voice in my life and it's been a really beautiful voice, especially this last year. It's a necessary voice. And so I just want my people to know you like Aww. I know you. Well, thanks, Kaylee. You're welcome. It's so fun to watch just our lives in the last eight years since I met you and where we are now and yeah. what you know what's happening now. And I honestly didn't know that I would be doing what I'm doing right now two years ago. Yeah. But I definitely feel like I'm in a sweet spot. And I'm I'm in a space where, okay, this is this is what God designed me to do right now. Yeah. And so why not just jump in it? So if you don't know Carlos, he is someone you definitely want to follow on the internet. He has a podcast also on the same network as me. Yeah. Um, yes, he's We're a hope cousins. dealer. Hope dealer. Yeah. And um, that's true. That is just like what you do. You look at hard situations and you're like, here's where there's hope. Yeah. And here is where this is the path to healing. Mm-hmm. And I love that about you if you want to even explain how you got into that where would you say the start of it was where did it begin was it the the bunny guy the neighbor um well or before that i think it was even before that you know i've always tried to approach i think people always would follow me on instagram because i i would help them feel more sane whenever something difficult would happen in the world and I used to do that sparingly. Like I would, you know, maybe once or twice a year, I'd say something and people were like, oh, I felt good. And then in 2020, when everything just started happening, pandemic hits, Australian bushfires, Kobe Bryant died. It's, yeah. it all of a sudden it's like one thing after another, right? And then Ahmaud Arbery. And I would say that was when I really stepped into having difficult conversations with people that may not think like me, mm. But knowing that I built enough, I mean, listen, I'm an old man now. So I've I've been on the internet for a long time. I've been on, I've had a blog, people that remember blogs. Like yeah. people have been following me for a long time. So I've built like a decade of trust with people online. And so when I first had my first conversation, hard conversation with the Mod Arbery, um, I think I titled the video something like, you know, how my white friends can support their black friends in this time. Now this was yeah. like March or April of 2020. Thought I did it in a very safe way, but it still triggered a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, but, but I just, you know, I lost, I lost at that point, I had 30,000 Instagram followers. And then I put that video up and the next morning I had 25,000. I lost 5,000. And when you're at 30,000, that's a lot. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I've ruined my career. I've ruined my life. But I just kind of kept going. I, I kept, you know, having grace filled, hard conversations with people that some would agree with me, some wouldn't, but I'm inviting everybody to the table and creating a safe space. And then I did have the the black bunny moment. So I had a, 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 <laughs> a video go viral. I've had, a, I've had a couple videos go viral, but this was, this was probably the one that 
brought the most attention to my account where again i don't I, know you won a people's choice award i, I guess i did <laughs> like 12 years ago yeah like but a, that's yeah. what i'm saying you're viral yeah you know yeah yeah serious. yeah well yeah you know and i guess i could even rewind a little bit more before that like three years ago i had this story of a little bird called lala yeah that that went you know at that point i think i had eleven thousand instagram followers <laughs> people just love to to watch me tell a story and have somebody else be the hero of the story. And that's what I try to do. So yeah, so you know, I had that la la thing go viral. I had a couple other little things, but then I had a neighbor across the street who an older white gentleman here in the South. And, you know, as a as a black man in the South, uh, living in a predominantly white neighborhood, I've had my experience of racism. And most of the racism I've experienced, this is just true to me. This isn't true to everybody. So this is an antidote, just so people know. <laughs> this isn't data. This is an antidote of my life. Yeah. All the times I've experienced racism in Nashville and Middle Tennessee area, it has been at the hands of an old white Southern gentleman, normally with a flag on their torso or truck. Does that mean that all old white men are racist? No. Does that mean that all people with flags are racist? No. No. But that's that's what what I'd experienced. So what that yeah, it was did, a trigger for you. Yeah, it created a bias. Yeah. That bias was is alive in me. And there's a neighbor across the street. He's got a big American flag hanging from his door. He's an older white man and he never says hi to me. I tried to like wave at him for years, years. And he just kind of like, you know, I at least in my head, I'm like, he just like scowls at me and turns away. And I'm like, this man's racist. This mm -hmm. man does not like me. Where the video comes in is one day I see he's got these two porcelain bunnies in his front yard. And, you know, like your grandma would have in her backyard. <laughs> I don't know. They're like two feet tall. One's like maybe three feet tall. He comes out of his house one day with a can of paint and a paintbrush. And he starts painting the bigger one black. And I remember thinking like, oh, well, whatever this weird guy's doing. Like, it must be like <laughs> World War II paint your bunny black day or something. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know, it's always national something. It's always day. national something. And and why do I why do I imagine, this is how old I'm getting, that every old guy fought in World War II when the truth is, They'd have to be like 102 to, right. these are Vietnam veterans, right? Yeah, the, right? These aren't, these aren't, I was like, oh, he must be, he's going to paint the other one black. He doesn't paint the other one black. He leaves it white. He walks inside. I'm like, hmm, it's interesting. You know what? I realized I've never gone across the street to talk to this guy. I've always waved across the street, but I've never actually walked across the street. Go figure. So the next day he comes out and I've turned, like I do with everything. I hit record on my phone, walk across the street and I asked him, sir, my name's Carlos. I live across the street from you for the last five years. He's like, Carlos, hi, how are you? My name's James. And I'm like, oh, he's so nice. <laughs> First of all, I'm like, oh my gosh, my entire bias is crumbling before my eyes. And then I said, hey, can I ask you a question? Why did you paint that bunny black? And he goes, oh, he goes, with everything that's happened, happening, going on in the world today, everything that's happening with these marches and George Floyd, he goes, I, um, he's like, I'm old. I'm scared of COVID. I can't go to a march, but this is a way that I can protest and say that black lives matter and say that I can't imagine anybody ever looking at a black person differently because of the colors. And I just, my mouth is hanging open yeah. as he's telling me this. And I'm like, wow. So I actually on the video, like, I think a lot of people missed this part. I actually apologize to him. I, I tell him, I just want to let you know that I'm sorry for ever thinking anything of you. And I feel like that's the piece that I want people to get from that video because the video got a couple million views. It's the piece of us having to own our bias and yeah. us having to own, you know, and me, a black guy has bias against a white guy, right? And so when we all own it, that's when I think conversations and healing can move forward. So that that was what that video yeah. was about, you know, and then, you know, I feel like there's probably been three or four other videos that have gone viral since yes. then, but- you have a gift. I, I guess I've you got that gift. viral anointing. That well, that and it's it's you're bringing reconciliation. Like that is our that's the one of our commissions. Yeah. As believers, 
is to reconcile not yeah. only just with each other, but ourselves back to God yeah. and to reconcile people to God. And you do that too. Like you do that so well yeah. and how all kinds of religions, races, they all follow you. Yeah. And, and you're just this beacon of hope, which is mm-hmm. obviously Jesus yeah. in you. Well, and, and that's the thing that that is it. You know, I think everyone does feel safe following me. Yeah. Muslims, I feel safe. Atheists, <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm like, well, I mean, the reason you feel safe is Jesus in me, the hope of glory. I, I see my Instagram and even my podcast as a pretty wide funnel, like like the top part of the funnel. Yeah. And I used to be a lot more, I think, um, outspoken on my faith on my I, I would say, you know, if you even go two years ago, I probably was like more Bible verse guy, you mm. know, like like sermon clips, things like that. Yeah. But now I've realized that I'm starting to see a lot of people from different faiths come in and I just kind of feel like this is going to be the safest place for everybody. Mm. And then the next step down in the funnel is probably going to be my books. Yeah. And the, or maybe my podcast is probably a little bit more focused than, than my books. And then Heather and I want to start these inner healing experiences. And by the time you get to the point of that funnel, it is like Holy Spirit, blood of the cross, power of the resurrection. Like I ain't playing. Right. And so like, that's all in me, but I do get a lot of people that have followed me for a long time. They're like, Oh, you're so watered down now. You're so, you know, you're just talking about, I'm like, no, like that's, Mm -hmm. you you don't get it, you know? Yeah. And Um, that they don't have to. Yeah. And they don't have to. And that's the hardest part is, is being like, this is your platform to say what you want to say. People want to take your microphone and say what should be said on yeah. your stage. And and I got messages even during all kinds of things. And I've, I've told sure. you this. One of my taglines is first time I'm saying it on the podcast. But one of my like branding things for this podcast uh-huh. is if you want a hot topic, you can go to the mall. Yes. Yes. That's because so that's good. just I have no interest in being yeah. people's news source. I'm first of all, unequipped, fully yeah. unequipped. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to say things that do right. break my heart. And, Absolutely. But it's going to be few and far between because yeah. then people are like, well, why aren't you saying something about this? And right. why aren't you saying something about that? Right. And I don't think people realize what gets said to all of us in oh, our DMs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. M- for the most part, mine are really great. Yeah. <laughs> like right. I'm like, here's my cute, chunky baby. Uh-huh. And same thing, like my books and my podcast uh-huh. will be more concise uh-huh. of what very clearly what I think and believe. And yeah. because it's not open for discussion. Right, right. Honestly, I'm not going to have a forum on Instagram and that's what it turns into is the comment section of what people think. And I'm like, yes, I like hearing like, thank you. I needed this today or like Mm -hmm. encouraging people doing that sort of thing. Yeah, I will always do that because I I have friends also who are such a beacon of light and they withdraw from social media. Right. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Because if the people of light go away, what's left? Absolutely. And I understand it can be a dark place. If If it's a dark place for you, don't scroll. Sure. But at least put some light out there. Yeah. Yes. That's good. That's how I feel. I'm like, everyone follows every news network they want to follow. Yeah. Yeah. It is not my job to tell them what is correct. Exactly. What is not correct. I don't know. I'm not at the Pentagon. Yeah. I don't (laughs) know. No. Exactly. Honestly, that's kind of just where I land on politics. I'm like, if we think we know what's going on. Right. I don't even think our president knows what's going on. I know. Like, it doesn't matter which president it is. Truly. Like, I've never believed. They've always just felt like a puppet to me. And. That may, that may not be true, but I don't have my hope there right. is the reality. Yes. I don't have my hope in who our president is. Right. I know Jesus is on the throne. Yes. And absolutely. he appoints leaders into authority and he yeah. says to pray for your leaders in authority. Yeah. That's all I need to know. Yep. Who I voted for, who I didn't vote for, doesn't right. matter. Right. Right. No, it's, it's so true. And gosh, you know, the, the whole point about 
social media and and like light givers leaving because they just can't handle it anymore. It's like, no, you can adjust the way you use it. You can adjust what you consume. You can unfollow. You can mute. Yeah, you this can, feature, guys, you can mute. Absolutely. They don't even know that you're not seeing their stuff. Absolutely. And I do it all the time. I do too. I restrict. <laughs> I mute. I do, I do yeah. all the things. And I'm like, oh, nobody's seeing your comment. You yeah. Know. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good feature. I forgot about that feature. Yeah, yeah. The restrict feature is a good one. I haven't had to use it in a while, but. Yeah, I use it all the time because people get on there and I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't necessarily want to like block them. No. But I can restrict them and then they can see their comment, but nobody else can. <laughs> yeah. So. And it's uh, it's true because you're like, I don't want to give you a microphone on my stage. Absolutely. Not if it's going to be a negative one. Not if it's going to tear people yeah. down. Yeah. Not that I'm unwilling to have like a tough conversation. Right. That's not the truth. But I'm like, there's a time and a place and it should be face to face. Absolutely. And, you know, when when people, I mean, kind of as the rapid acceleration of my platform has happened in the last year, I do discuss hard things. Like I do yeah. discuss the news, but I don't discuss it like the news. It's not, I'm not like a news guy. I keep trying to tell people like. But you're good at it. It's, yeah. It, which is interesting to me because you're an Enneagram 9. Right. Which my stress, I'm a 3. So my stress 9, uh -huh. I really relate. Yeah. But I'm like, I could never. Because that's me in stress yeah. is it's like the worst parts of a nine, which yeah. is like I don't like controversy right. and I don't like right. people not getting along. And I've right. had to transition into realizing blessed are the peacemakers and not the peacekeepers. Yes. yes, that's good. And that's what you're doing. You're making yeah. peace yeah. on all sides. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I try to do. So whatever it yeah. is, you know, I, I did put out a big thing on Afghanistan. It got shared 30,000 times. It got yeah. viewed, you know, I think I... I got like 9,000 followers off of the post I put a week ago up and it was, it was being a peacemaker with it. Like, Hey, like we can all talk about this and look at this horrible situation as mm -hmm. humans and we can do it together. We don't have to pick sides to, to view this tragedy. Right. We can do it together. And that's what I'm just trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Well, one of my favorite episodes that you have yeah. is on empathy. Yes. Do you need notes on this? Do you have your list of, of the um, different... I have, I've, I've got my list of like, I, I think the different, cause I, I teach on this, what, like I taught on it yesterday yeah. at, at the university of Wisconsin. My people, by the way. Yes. Wisconsin. How much do you love the Wisconsinites? Well, I, I love them, but I love the their cheese curds. Oh, did they squeak? More. They squeak. They squeak. They, they squawked. And they told me to not eat them cold <laughs> to make sure they're room temperature. See, I still like them cold. Oh, but, you do? Okay. Yeah. They gave them to me cold. I ate some and then I let them get room temperature and then they squeaked louder and apparently squeaking is a, is, a is sign a of freshness. Yeah. Well, whatever. And then I had some fried ones. Oh, so good. Yeah, it was so good. So, so good. I do diversity, equity, inclusion talks. And part of it is on empathy and on like the four versions of ourselves that we shouldn't be. Yeah. The I'm the silver lining person, which is bad. The silver lining person. That is me. I listened yeah. to your, I was like, oh my gosh, that is yeah. me. I'm, did you, did you want to talk about specific things? In that yeah. Podcast? I want you to, I want you to educate my people because oh, I yeah. think one of the most powerful things we can do when yep. the whole world is crumbling around us yep. is empathy. And I believed a lie, which I also learned from this episode yep. that you're either born with empathy or you're not right. That right. it's like a gift. And that's just not true. So right. I was like, I'm naturally not empathetic. So I believed that empathy was something you're born with, like almost like a spiritual gift, right? right. So like you either have hospitality or you don't, or yeah. you have the gift of healing or you don't. Yeah. And so I would always, when I was going through a situation, because I knew it's a wise thing to be empathetic, but yes. I, I was like, you're either empathetic or sympathetic. Right. And I, I was like, I'm just sympathetic. I, I can transfer this in my mind to what it would feel like uh -huh. to be in that situation. Yeah. Someone loses a husband. I'm like, if I lost Russell. Right. I have a friend who's naturally empathetic. Yep. You walk up to her 
you've been through something, she cries immediately. Yeah. You know, like she just is. So I was yeah. like, well, I'm not wired like that. Right. Well, right. that's not true. Mm. If you would teach us your yes. ways, Carlitos. Well, so let's talk about why empathy is so important, first of all, especially in in the situation that we find ourselves in where people are like, we're the most divided we've ever been. The truth is we're not the most divided we've ever been. Yeah. We just have more access to know about the division now, right? So like world's always been divided. Every, America's always been divided, but now we can just see it all day long because we're scrolling. We're scrolling, right? right? We're on our phones. We're, we're seeing it. But empathy is so important because I think that that it is going to be the accelerant towards healing that we need. And like you said, it's something that can be built. And so like, I'd love to give a few ways that you can build empathy inside yourself, but also maybe four versions of ourselves that are trying to avoid empathy, right? Yeah. Again, the difference between empathy and sympathy, it's not big, but it is big. Sympathy is feeling sorry for someone, right? So, and that's, that's fine. That's good. Like you feel sorry for someone. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. But, so but when you're, when you're in that spot, don't you just feel so belittled? Oh yeah. If someone's like, I feel so bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's sympathy. That's sympathy. No one wants that. Empathy is feeling with someone. Big difference. Big difference. Huge difference. So the fastest way I've learned to have empathy for somebody I disagree with is to move from whatever device you're trying to have a conversation with to go face to face. Yeah. That is the fastest way to have empathy. When you sit with someone you now are going to have empathy no matter what. Yeah. Like you're, it's it's just going to, that's how you know it's it's in you already because, but we want to avoid that because it doesn't really feel good yeah. sometimes to feel with someone. We weren't meant to communicate without seeing someone's no. face. Yeah, yeah. We weren't, even like writing letters, that was a huge progression yeah. in life. But like, yeah, you were supposed to look someone in the eye, Absolutely. see their eyes, see their hurt, see yeah. their motivation, yeah. see how their, their inflection and how yep. they're saying, Yep. The fact that we're all just reading type without oh, knowing yeah. a face. Oh, it's it's just is disruptive. Well, so what I do is if I know someone has zero empathy for me and they come at me in my DMs and I'm like, I know this I'm gonna actually force this person to have empathy. <laughs> I do it probably almost every day now. Someone's they come at me yeah. screaming in my DMs. I open up my camera, I record a video, and I and I'm like, Hey, I mm-hmm. just wanted you to see my eyes. This is Carlos, this is who you're typing to. I just wanted you to see me. Wow. And I take a breath and I'm like, I just want to let you know, like, we're together here. Like, we're we're actually going after the same thing. And, and I, you know, I, whatever it is, I, I have, I give yeah. them a one minute thing. I'm telling you 100 out of 100 times. It's disarming. It just, they're, the empathy in them that they didn't know was there explodes. And they're like, oh, you're human. Like, you're not yeah. just this thing. And so I always tell people, especially online, stop typing, start. If you can't get face to face, do it on video. It always diffuses it and it creates relationships. Taking a quick break to share with you one of our phenomenal partners, Crew. I love and admire the work of Crew. They're committed to sharing the Bible and proclaiming the gospel throughout the world. My life is continually transformed by reading the Bible, and I can't imagine living without it. But what if you couldn't get one, or you couldn't jump on Amazon Prime and order one the following day? Imagine not being able to afford one, or not being allowed to have one. This is so true for so many people around the world. Sometimes we forget there are so many people who don't have access to the Bible. That's why I'm excited to partner with Crew. Crew is one of the largest evangelical organizations with over 25,000 missionaries in almost every country. Crew is giving Bibles to people all around the world in their own heart language and sharing the hope of Jesus. It is so exciting. 
Here's where they need our help. For only $21 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. When you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $21, as a thank you, Crew will provide meals to five hungry families throughout their humanitarian aid ministry. Simply text COFFEE to 71326 to help today. Imagine how much this gift could change someone's life for real. So text COFFEE to 71326, that's C-O-F-F-E-E to 71326 to help now or visit give.crew.org slash coffee with Kaylee. Now let's get back to our conversation. So here's four versions of ourselves that are trying to run from empathy. The first version is I like to call the dodger. This person is caught so off guard that they look like a deer in headlights when somebody shares something bad with them mm-hmm. or hard with them, you know, and they literally try to change the topic as quickly as possible, right? You know what it is. <laughs> this so- is so not me. <laughs> there, not- oh my gosh, no. There is a sign on my face that is like, tell me everything oh, yes. about your life and tell me more. I swear, this is this is definitely not something yeah. I struggle with. Well, it, well, and the person that, that this happens to it literally felt like they're hanging out like on a cliff. Like that that's what you feel yeah. like when somebody does this. Like you say something like, Oh, uh, I mean that that sucks. Oh, you know what? I hate to do this. I gotta run. I gotta go. You know, yeah. and it's just like, oh, so that's the Dodger, right? <laughs> no then, one likes the Dodger. No one likes the Dodger. Then you have the positive picker upper is you know, the person that um at least you're in a loving marriage. Right. Uh-huh. At least the cancer's really treatable, right? And it's <sighs> like, okay, so like, yeah, I I got diagnosed with stage one's cancer. I didn't. I'm just saying, saying if yeah, I, I was did. Like, oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. It's still scary to me. And so, like, 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 why don't you like? It's okay to be scared with me and yeah. to hold hold my hand and then get. But don't just you know. At least you still have this. At least if you start with at least, that's again, you <laughs> you, you realize that your empathy is lacking. Yeah, right. If you start with at least, you're not doing the most. Right. Exactly. That's good. <laughs> wow. Is that, is that your own? I just came up with that. Wow. Put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> right after the hot topic one. <laughs> Okay, and then there's the minimizer. Yeah. And the, the minimizer is, it's kind of similar to the positive picker-upper, but it's really, you just really are minimizing whoever's, whatever situation they're going through. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of that when everything was happening in the summer of 2020. People were like, well, I mean, at least it's just your dad's black and your mom's white. I mean, people would say that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you do know that like, like your dad's like a Afro-Latino. So he like, he speaks Spanish. So you're not really getting the same kind of wounding that like American blacks would minimize, minimize, minimize. Yeah. minimize. And then the advisor, a lot of people are the advisor. Ooh, that's me. Yeah. Like, you know, so you're giving people advice on whatever problem they're going through. That's not empathy. Yeah. That, that is not empathy. The reason why people do all these things, the reason why people give advice, honestly, it's not for the person that's going through the hard thing. It's for yourself. It's to make you feel better about the situation. Yeah. Because it's uncomfortable to hear bad news from people. Well, for me, I'm I'm an achiever. Right. So I'm like, how do I help you get out of this? Like, how do I help you achieve yep. and not have to go through this? Yeah. There's a way around it. That's Absolutely. just my life. I'm always like, there's a door there. I will build a pathway this way. Yep. Yep. And that's not empathy, Kaylee. It's right. not empathy. It's Just not. sit with them. Yeah, sit with them. Because it, it still minimizes the pain and discomfort for you. Yeah. Right? And yeah, it may for them, but it does make you feel a lot better. Oh, I gave them some advice. It gave them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so h- how do we get out? How do we how do we get the empathy? How do we bust out? Wait, our... where's the silver lining? Oh, I don't have this one on here. Tell me, what did I say about the silver the lining? Silver, I mean, the silver lining is because when you were doing your episode, I don't, I don't have it on my. Notes. I was like, I was like, oh my word! I mean, that's kind of the same as the at least 
It's a little sure, bit. They're all, they're all cousins. That's, yeah, it's similar to that. Like at least, yeah. well, on the bright side. Yeah. Yeah. The bright sider. That was another one. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the silver lining. Well, yeah. silver lining is this happened to you in your twenties Yeah, and you can move on and still have a right. future in right. front of you. And you're like, oh, I got to add that one back to my notes. That, that is, is a good one. And that is me to a T. I listened to that episode. I was like, oh, he is reading my mail right now. <laughs> yeah. And I felt terrible to anyone who's ever listened to this. And I silver lining to you or advice to oh. you. I'm very sorry. <laughs> that is amazing. I'm very sorry. Yes. Yes. The silver lining-er, if that's you, don't always look for the good. Yeah, in, I do. I mean, I to a fault. Russ yeah. and I both do, which is probably why we survive our, right. our life. Because there's just, it's not like there's a lot of bad things all the time. But initially yeah. in the building phase and yeah. There was enough that yeah. enough bad news that it was like, well, at least and at least and we had to be silver lining people right. to survive on our own. Absolutely. You know, but when you're sitting with someone who just lost a family member. Absolutely. Or is dealing with like yeah. racial things that you've never dealt with. Right. I don't get to tell you what it's like right. to be a black man in America. Right. You don't get to tell me what it's like to be a woman. Right. Exactly. And exactly. and that's the reality of it. So yeah. when someone you love has been hurt, you sit down with them. Yes. And you say what's been going on how can i help yep what do you need from yep. me like explain to me what's going on yeah. so i can understand and be there for you in the best way like what do you need from me yeah you know and some people might need i need you to make me feel better right now sure that might be the case and if that is as that is what they say then then, then do start that. drawing the silver lines yeah right but they most likely are like i just want you to be here with yeah. me right now yeah like if i lost someone crazy close to me and someone sat down and started telling me silver linings. Right. I think I'd punch him in the face. Absolutely. I honestly think I'd yeah. be like, please get out of my house. I yeah. just want to cry and I want someone who's going to sit here. Yeah. And that friend of mine I was talking about who's naturally empathetic. Yeah. She does that. Oh, she just sits. She just sits. Yeah. She'll sit and she'll watch Gilmore Girls with me. Yep. And cry. Eat cookie dough with me. Yep. Every breakup I ever had, she yeah. that's that was her. If you think about all the traumatic moments in your life, you never remember any advice anyone's given you, you just remember who was with you. Who showed up. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that, and that, they always bring food. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. They're yeah. like, well, you haven't eaten. Because right. there's different people when they go through yeah. something traumatic, yeah. they either binge eat to feel better right. or they don't eat. I'm the don't eat. Right, right. And I remember when Russ and I broke up <laughs> in college, I ate the noodles and company beef stroganoff. Oh, yeah. I love that, to be honest with you. It is on, it's like my secret so comfort good. food. But it was the only thing I could eat. Oh, really? And it was enough calories to get through a day. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? This will be sufficient. I won't die. I won't <laughs> wither amazing. away. Yeah. And I was just eat on that just like for an entire day. That's amazing. I know. But I, I was like, it. I need to eat something. Oh, and they brought me food. They brought you food. They brought you food. That's the secret, really, everybody. That's the secret yeah, to empathy. That, that brings someone Bring food. Bring someone some food. That's it. That, that could be your starting point. Yeah. Empathy is honestly. Yeah. Bring something and just be there. You know, bring something. Just be there. But here are some things that I honestly believe can help everybody that's listening to this podcast right now grow in their empathy. Let's do number one, take someone some food. Take someone just, some just food. Show up. Just show up. Show up. Just yeah. show up. Just know? show up. Um, but here's some of the harder things. The first one I like to call bust out your bubble. Mm, We're like all in our bubble. We love our bubbles. Yeah. Why would we not? They're cozy. They're I have cozy. good blankets yeah. in my bubble. Yeah. Our bubbles are fine. Like yeah. that's how we are able to do hard things is because we get to retreat to our bubbles. But in order to build empathy, you're if you want to build empathy, you're going to have to bust out of your bubble. So yeah. you need to find somebody 
that is outside of your bubble and get curious. I think curiosity is also something that breeds empathy. Curiosity. Why? Well, because you begin to learn about strangers and people that are different than you. What would busting out of your bubble look like? Say you go to like a white mega church. Yeah. And that's like your thing. One Sunday, I want you to go find the black AME church and go there and sit through the three and a half hour service. Yeah. And, and it will it. bless your yes, life. It will bless you. It's but guess what? It's going to bust you out of your bubble. Curiosity is going to win and you're going to be able to start seeing things that maybe in your bubble, it doesn't look like, you know, for me, busting out of my bubble was walking across the street to see James. Yeah. It was mind blowing to me that the reason why I thought he was grumpy was because I'd, I'd actually never walked 10 feet to get close enough to him. He's a little socially awkward. So yeah. like once I got there, I was like, oh my gosh, he's the kindest guy bust out of your bubble. Number two, oh, speaking of James, challenge your bias. Say it out loud. Start saying it like, what is my bias? toward? It doesn't have to be racial bias. We have bias yeah. towards everything. So what's your bias? Face it, say it, say it out loud. And then so- something else I like to tell people to do is to try someone else's life on like completely. Okay. So, you know, we'll go back to 2020 for me. And as I'm trying to teach people empathy, but build my own empathy, here I am, like I'm going to Black Lives Matter marches. And as I do this, I had to be careful that I wasn't demonizing the police. And yeah. it was it was hard for me when I was just facing one direction and looking at one thing to not begin to get some sort of bias built towards police. Right. And so what did I have to do? I had to like start calling my police officer friends and, and taking them to lunch. Yep. So good. I had to like, oh my gosh, like I can't just say the police. Like I know Matt. <laughs> I right. know Matt. And it's my uncle. And uh, it's, yeah. And yeah. I and I and I can call him. And then next thing you know, like that just it's the face-to-face thing it accelerates empathy and it allowed me to with all of the justice initiatives i was going after i think it allowed me to go stronger towards those things in a in a more educated way yeah you know and i actually want to quick touch on yeah a lot of misconception about the black lives matter situation absolutely how I, we both feel the same way we yep. agree with the statement yep. and not the organization right and how you can believe that someone's life matters i can be like carlos's life matters right and that is what you're saying and it's not me donating to an organization that i don't agree with everything they have to say absolutely not and that's okay just i didn't know if you don't know where everyone's coming from and i just didn't want them to be like wait what and write you me off yep yeah no actually actually go to i've got an igtv yeah i've got a series on racial reconciliation and i've got three on black lives matter yeah and I think it's it would be perfect for anybody that's like, well, I'm a little confused because they're, you know, they're Marxist, this and that. And I was like, right. well, just come have coffee with Carlos on his Instagram. IG, <laughs> yes. Don't DM Kaylee. Come come talk to me about yeah. it. And I promise you, you're going to you're going to agree. If you're listening to this podcast, you do believe that everybody's lives matter. Yeah. Black lives included. Everyone. You know? Exactly. So, yes, do that. And then also, and this is the hardest one. I, I try to tell people to empathize with your adversaries like Find someone that you legitimately disagree with and be like, okay, this week I'm going to find empathy for them. Now, what does that look like now? Now we're talking about like your crazy aunt that voted way differently than you that you can't stand because she is Facebooking all of her things to now your Facebook. Honestly, that's my advice for everybody. Just delete the whole whole thing. thing. (laughs) We'll get right back to the convo after I tell you about one of our sponsors, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. 
We think of therapy like this. We get oil changes on our cars to prevent bigger issues down the road. We see the doctor and go to the gym to take care of our bodies, preventing injury and disease. We do chores, well, some of us, regularly to avoid a messy house. Going to therapy is like all of the above. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. Seeing a therapist does not mean there is something wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. So why invest in everything else and not our mind and our hearts? BetterHelp's mission is to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient so anyone struggling with life's challenges can get help anytime and anywhere. Our amazing podcast sponsor is offering you, Coffee with Kaylee listeners, 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash CWK. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash CWK. Now back to the show. Something that I did was there was this one media... Uh, not even news because it's more of an opinion based, but pundit that has, you know, podcasts and huge platform. And I kept seeing this person's stuff come across my feed. And like, I completely vehemently disagreed with everything they were saying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the worst person ever. Like, ever. Yeah. And I started to like hate them, you know? And again, I don't know them. They don't know me. They're way more famous. You know, they've got, you know, millions of followers. I found somebody that I knew that knew them. And I was going to be in their city. And I just shot in the dark said, hey, is there a, any chance I can have coffee with this person? Or like lunch? Wow. I didn't know this story. Yes. And I can't say the name, but they were like, I think I can make it happen. Like, do, what do you want to have him on your show or something? And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ideally, I, I, no. <laughs> I actually just want to talk to them about like life. Yeah. And they're like, no one ever just wants to talk to them about life. So I had a lunch with somebody and... um. I couldn't believe that I even had the honor to do this. We didn't talk one political thing. We didn't talk one. Well, I, we just talked about raising girls. We talked about wow. kids. And can I tell you, he became one of my favorite people after that. Now, I still vehemently disagree with Stuff almost thinks. everything yeah. that he thinks when it comes to politics, things like that. Yeah. But as a person, I got his number. We text now. Wow. Anyway, that's what I'm talking about. Find someone that you yeah. vehemently disagree with and love them. Lean into the empathetic side. It, and I'm telling you, the, when you find out that they're just a human and yeah. they're just trying their best and we're, we're all just trying our best, you know, I think it it accelerates healing. Yeah. If we're supposed to pray for our enemies, yeah. how much easier will it be to pray for your enemy if you actually love them? Right. You know? I know. And that is, that's just, it's so, I know as humans, it's so hard to do that just because yeah, we're, we're wired to, you know, especially with everything that's coming at us nonstop, just. Just yeah. these phones bombarded. and all bombarded, you know, we, we lose touch with the fact that there's living, breathing, you know, feeling people on the other side yeah. of our devices. And we, we've talked about this too, is I just don't believe we were ever supposed to know the problems of the whole world. No. We were never built to carry that weight. Yep. We weren't supposed to know about starving kids in Africa. Right. right. We weren't supposed to know anything besides what was within walking distance. We yep. aren't supposed to know anything faster than three miles an hour. Right. But here we are. We're not equipped no. to carry. Because if I were to look, our neighborhood started during the pandemic. We started having drinks in the driveway yeah. on Fridays. Yeah. And I was like, well, once we're actually touring, we're going to have to change yeah. this date, guys, because yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. never be here on a Friday. Yeah. And it was the most beautiful thing. It turns out everyone on our street had moved in on this one side of our street, had all moved in the same year. Wow. Like six houses. That's crazy. And then the people next door, they bought, she bought her childhood home. Oh, okay. And so she's lived in this house her whole life, pretty much. And it's just, we all get together. We have drinks in the driveway, That's in awesome. the cul-de-sac. Yep. 
and we got to know people as people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what they think politically necessarily. Yeah. Some of them yeah. I do. Sure. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, because we don't, I don't even follow, I don't think any yeah. of them on Instagram. Yes. I mean, a couple of them. Yeah. I just know them as them, yeah. as a human being, yep. not as what they post on their stories or on their feed. A human being, not a human doing. Yeah. You which know? is a whole nother thing yeah. because yeah. yes, we need to be more than we need to do. Yeah. And I can't get over just how sweet these relationships have become. Mm, that's so cool. And I wouldn't know. Honestly, I wouldn't know there was a pandemic. Right. I wouldn't know anything. Right. I think some of them got it and all that, but like we wouldn't have known they were like just mildly sick. Thank sure. God. Yeah. We wouldn't have known. Right. Right. I just keep going back to that. And when you feel that warping of your mind. Yes. Just take a break, take a breather. And Slow I'm preaching down, to it, myself yeah. right now. Slow down and shrink down, you know? Ooh, okay, Ex explain that. I mean, shrink what it is that you're consuming and shrink your circles down, you yeah. know? Like like, like, like you're saying, we were, we were created to be walking humans that go to the market and grow our things in our gardens yeah. and, and, and for like small communities, right? And yeah. our families live together. And then, and just slow down the whole three miles an hour thing. That's, that's how fast a human was created to walk. We walk at three miles an hour and anything faster than that. I don't know if we were created to. And so, you know, after you and I had that conversation a couple weeks ago, we had, when we, Heather and I came over for breakfast, I took some of what you said. And then I, w I put an IGTV out where yeah. I said, our souls and our psyche were not created to consume the amount of content we consume. Yeah. And we I kind of went off on that because it is, there it is. I mean, this is another thing about empathy. Stop consuming all this stuff and you you will grow in empathy because yeah. then you'll just feel bad for your friend as opposed to feeling bad for the idea that your friend represents yeah you know yeah yeah it gives a false sense of community for sure yes that you think you're connected with all these people yeah. and to some extent you are like right. i was messaging with someone today that she lives in dallas right and there's not a chance that we would keep in touch like right. we do after i respond to her messages or her stories yep. and and there is beauty in that, but like you still, if that is like the extent of your community and you're not seeing right. people face to face right. outside of work more than once or twice a week, right? or at least once or twice a week, yep. I mean to say, you need to, you need to get some face to face time. You yeah. need to be around some people. Yeah. We yeah. all do. We all need it. And and yeah. you've been just such a gift to us in this whole time, in a hot topic time. In this a hot is, topic time. This is the most hot topic you will probably get. I know. Coffee well, with Kaylee. Listen, this Coffee with Kaylee said Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Her guest said Black Lives Matter. Her the, guest was talking about politics. So controversial. Yeah. I know. You've been such a voice of reason and yeah. a voice of educating us because we don't know yeah. the things that you feel and have experienced. And it yeah. breaks my heart, the things that I've heard yeah. that you've told me. And sure. It should break everyone's heart yeah. if anyone is treated less than just because someone walks up and, and sees what they look like. Yeah. And I just, that makes me want to cry thinking about it. Like, I can't imagine someone looking at you any different than we do. Yeah. And oh, I, you're so sweet. Don't cry. I just, we really yeah. love you. Yeah. And I'm really sorry. Yeah. You know, for anyone who's ever hurt you, just misrepresented. Like, we're, it's a beautiful thing that we're all colors of the rainbow, you yes. know? God yeah. did that on purpose. He's not colorblind. No. He no. did it on purpose and yeah. it's beautiful and your your children are the most beautiful children I've ever seen and <laughs> they, are. they truly honestly are. But I just love you and I just want to oh. thank you for being here and helping me and Russell and yeah. helping our people just love you guys. I love you so like, much. Like I'm I'm all in. I'm in Yeah. I'm I, w I was in the RD fam and now I'm in the Cafe con Carlitos <laughs> and Kaylee fam. Like I'm all I'm just in yeah, whatever the you guys familia need. The familia. You know, yeah. like I'm, I, uh, and, and I just, I'm, I'm so proud of you guys. Like, mm. because I mean, 
honestly, Russ has helped me just like even with like the country music industry, like he has helped break some bias inside of me because I'm like, oh my gosh, like this guy (laughs) is one of the greatest humans ever and loves me and believes me. And I'm just like, oh, just you guys are so good for me, you know, too. And I mean, I've known you a long time. I, I, I've just getting to know Russ last year, but, um, you know, you guys are the real deal. Hey, y'all are too. We love you guys. We love you too. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. For Café con Kaylee and Carlos. <laughs> Buenvenidos, familia, a con Café con Kaylee y Carlitos. Thanks so much for having Café con Kaylee and Carlos. <laughs> Next week, we have my friend Caitlin Bristow joining us. You may know her as the former Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars champion, and current co-host of The Bachelorette, but I know her as my gal pal I like to sip some wine around the table with, so I can't wait for you to catch up with us. 